everybody. This is Paul, and I'd just like to thank you all for buying our records during the past year. We know you've been buying them because the sales have been very good, you see. Don't know where we'd be without you, really, though. In the army, perhaps. Oh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the records <laughs> as much as we've enjoyed melting them. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. Making them. Well, that's uh, the Beatles from their... Uh... Another Beatles record, 1964, and that's a little bit of an intro of our uh, Beatles, our annual Beatles Christmas gift idea podcast. Is that a good an apt description of it? That that David? is a very very good description of it. And uh, Chris, you've teed that up so well with their uh, really raunchy version of Jingle Bells on that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that recording. Uh, but in today's episode, we're going to, uh, as you just said, give some great gift ideas for your favorite Beatle fan or uh, Beatles aficionados. And we're going to, as we did last year, uh, cover all sorts of new releases in books and uh, video, DVD, recordings, and then some other items that go into the miscellaneous category. Yeah, I've got to say, you know, researching this, that if you've got a friend or a dad or mother or sister or brother or whoever you have to buy a christmas gift for and they like the beatles at all you have no excuse because there are so many things to choose from so many really awesome things yeah i just got lost looking at some of this stuff yeah and marking them all and putting them all on my wish list on amazon so yeah i thought we i think last year we thought there was a lot of stuff but i guess this year is a little bit more because we have a beetle a real beetle release which is very exciting in our uh, recordings selection we've got some videos about them and then a couple of really big notable books so uh that it's it's a pretty exciting uh collection we'll play some clips from uh the some recordings and movie trailers and things like that to get you excited about them and are you ready yeah i'm ready why don't we start on something that might be on my kindle yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe on your kindle or your bookshelf uh right now well the main book this year the big release in beetle items is Mark Lewison's first volume of his planned trilogy on the Beatles, and this one is called Tune In. Uh, it's 900 and plus, 930-something pages long. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so, are, are you through it already? Oh, yeah. Good job. Good job, Dave. Like on the Kindle where it tells you like uh, how many pages you've got to go. Percentage-wise, it just has a big question mark. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be on one percent forever on this one. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the big granddaddy Beatles biography, and uh, Mark Lewis, and of course we've mentioned many times here, but he's the world's leading authority on the Beatles and Beatles scholar. And I just read a review of this book in the Wall Street Journal, and uh, they gave it a very good review. The only criticism was that he included absolutely everything including <laughs> as you would expect in a book that's 900 plus pages that only goes up to love me do that's as yeah. far as it goes so he he talks about the monetary system uh that was in the, the time <laughs> period of the beetle parents and beetle grandparents all sorts of <laughs> wow. minutia in there yeah. but 
you also learn a lot of things from what the review said uh, about what happened with Pete Best. Uh, you get the real story on that, how Ringo got in the group. Uh, so it, it puts to rest some of the... the whole- those Stuart Sutcliffe, yeah, Stuart and, Sutcliffe and all of their uh, German escapades. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it puts to rest some of the speculation or the myths that you often hear about the Beatles. So, Well, yeah. I, challenge, I challenge you, even if you are, are still on the fence about buying it, just read the intro to it. Oh. And you get it gets you very excited uh, about the Beatles, about like... Uh, how important they are, yeah. you know, how important their story is, and and he just he won me over just in the intro. Oh wow, okay, I will do. So that. I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, think that's a good recommendation. Yeah. Mark Lewison's other book, which has been out of print, the Complete Beatles Recording Sessions: The Official Story of the Abbey Road Years, nineteen sixty two to nineteen seventy, is now back in print in paperback form. And uh, you can get that uh, on Amazon right now. So. Yeah, and that is one of the great all-time books. I remember getting that when I was a kid, when right when it came out. I think it was a Christmas gift, and I really just sat with it for a long time. And it's it's the encyclopedia on the Beatles sessions. So, yeah, that's definitely high on my wish list. Definitely. definitely. Um, next book we're going to talk about is uh, a book called All the Songs. All the songs give the scoops on, on everything by the Beatles. Now, I looked through this a little bit. Um, it's by Philippe M- <laughs> Margaton and Jean-Michael M- uh, Guizdon. A couple of Frenchmen, Smith, huh? And then Scott Freeman. Um, Scott and Freeman. It's, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's really beautiful looking. Um, and they go through each song, but the, it's not just, you know boring there's a lot of pictures a lot of what i particularly liked is there's some really good photographs of some of their guitars that they use for the uh, sessions they talk about each track they give you a complete you know where you know where it was mixed the technical team and all that and some really good pictures of uh when it's a uh a cover version they'll show you a picture of the original people who sang it uh-huh. So a pretty pretty cool uh, book, um, and that one's in hardcover and also available for Kindle, I believe. Cool. Yeah. Another uh, release to go along with a, a recording that we're going to look at later or talk about later is a book by Kevin Howlett, who has written several books on the Beatles, and it's called The Beatles: The BBC Archives, 1962 to 1970. And it's got transcripts of every Beatles appearance on the BBC from 1962 to 1970 with lots of rare photographs and uh, a lot of stuff that you, that's never been released. So uh, definitely something to check out. Uh, each chapter details, this is from the review, uh, each chapter details a full year in the life of the band and uh, puts the material into historical context and uh, lots of historical documents. So. Uh, check that one out. The Beatles, the BBC Archives, 1962-1970 by Kevin Howlett, especially if you're a big fan of the recordings, which we definitely are. I, I, this next book is, is really fascinating because it's almost like a comic book. Um, it's called The Fifth Beatle, The Brian Epstein Story. Um, it's in hardcover, but if, if you look through it, you can do a look inside on Amazon. 
and it's got such beautiful artwork and in, 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 in sort of a comic book kind of form. Um, and the story is sort of told that way. And we, recently we uh, both uh, posted, we posted a story on our Facebook that they're now going to turn this into a movie. Right. So we're going to get a movie. You know, I feel dumb because we, <laughs> there's two books on this list. Um, that uh, are about uh, potential fifth Beatles that we didn't even mention <laughs> in our fifth Beatle episode. The True. other one, which we'll just mention uh, quickly, is a a, a uh, book called "The Beetle Who Vanished," and it's the story of Jimmy Nickel who replaced Ringo for like what two weeks or <laughs> yeah for part of a tour, uh, yeah. part of a tour. And I I was actually uh, uh, I forgot all about him. Until I was uh, just watching an interview, I was just you know when I'm bored, I just watch random Beatles interviews, <laughs> and there was some weird interview from uh, the Philippines or something, mm. and uh, Jimmy Nichols there. I was like, what's yeah. going on with Jimmy Nichols? That's Let's not Ringo. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of a sad story his life. Uh, there's a, a lot of self-published ones or novels about the Beatles that I, I've never read one of those, those kind of like fictitious, you know, books about the Beatles, like imagines if their career had been different and the Penny Lane becomes a character and things like that. I've never read any of those, but maybe they're interesting. Uh, another self kind of a self-published one that's sort of amusing i'd like to take a look at it is called drinks inspired by the beatles <laughs> uh, which is a collection of uh recipes and pieces or uh, drinks that are supposedly inspired by the beatles i don't know exactly what that means <laughs> but uh check that one out drinks inspired by the beatles um, you I... have one you have one about the world famous rivalry between the Beatles and another certain English group, right? Yeah, there's a uh, John McMillan has written a book called The Beatles Beatles versus Stones is and McMillan really dives into this issue and he um really kind of blames it on music managers hmm. who uh tried to construct the Beatles Stones rivalry. And what's funny is that the Beatles were sort of marketed as cute nice guys but they were like roughnecks from liverpool <laughs> uh the stones were cast as the edgy dangerous guys and they were like from the suburbs <laughs> so it's kind of uh, odd if you think about it um uh, but yeah. a really good um book uh, another book i kind of like to mention at the same time is uh there's a book called beatles day by day and and really what that one does is go through the 60s mm. and kind of ties into events in the 60s and you know, and we mentioned uh, on a previous episode that, like, with the Beatles came out when the same day that JFK was uh, killed. So that's a, a couple of really interesting uh, books, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and many more. Um, there's one on the Beatles at Shea Stadium. The entire history behind that one uh, is a book by Robert Rodriguez, who's another Beatles scholar, uh, called "Solo in the '70s." So it goes through uh, John, Paul, George, and Ringo's career in the '70s. And uh, other other ones too. It's just you just do a search on Amazon. You'll see so many. But those are. Yeah. Uh, I, you don't have any others, or I think. Oh, I are... got just a few more to mention. Okay. One that I saw in the store, which is called "Beatles and a Hundred Objects," and it's one of these big books that is like more of an art book than anything. 
And so, like, it would be a two-page fold-out that might show the, you know, um, Paul's guitar in, like, really good, a very, very good picture. Great coffee table book. And then uh, there were a couple that really kind of uh, uh, interested me. One was called The Beatles Were Fab and They Were Funny. Mm. And it's a it's a Beatles book, but it's sort of written for children uh, to kind of like introduce them to like, oh, he's this is what was funny about him and that kind of thing. Uh, uh, by a, an author who's written several of those type of books where it's like about the Beatles of like kind of introducing them to younger children. Mm. Um, and there's a really, really interesting book called raising a beetle baby uh if you <laughs> if you go online and uh sort of uh, look up a couple reviews of it uh, uh, good reviews it's really about a family who um you know through generations experienced the beetles and sort of teach their children to uh admire the beetles which of course i think we both uh, agree is uh, rearing your ch- child in a excellent way absolutely so yeah. <laughs> so um yeah so those are some pretty great uh books yeah it's quite um, a haul there yeah, big big list i'm sure yeah. next year is going to be ridiculous oh they're already coming if you look on amazon for example you just type in beetle books and you'll see all of these ones that are going to be released in february right when it's the 50th anniversary so they're milking yeah. it for all it's worth here <laughs> yeah definitely so well, good. So we'll uh, move along to uh, video slash DVDs now, or Blu-rays that uh, are out now. We've actually talked about a couple of these, at least in passing one in full review. So I'll I'll just start by mentioning the Help Blu-ray release that we did a review on a couple episodes ago, and that's definitely if you haven't picked up Help yet, uh, you. That would be a good one to get because of the quality. It's so clear and such a beautiful print. So uh, definitely one to check out would be Help. Uh, a DVD has just been released of a movie, which I saw in the theater, which uh, I enjoyed uh, quite thoroughly, and it's called Good Old Frida. And uh, what we'll do uh, right now, before we say anything about it at all, <laughs> is I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer for good old Frida. I've been a secretary for half a century. It's not as exciting as my last job. The Beatles needed a secretary. I just couldn't believe that I was starting my dream job, working for the Beatles. The Beatles were together 10 years. Frida, she was there right before they made it and right after they finished. On behalf of us all, I'd just like to say a great big thank you to our secretary, Frida Kelly. Frida! Silly me, I gave out my home address as the fan club address and the van rolled up. I was very naive. It really, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a depiction that like really put you so in the Cavern Club. She was a fan of the Beatles. She knew the guys. They gave her lift home occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> and then she became their secretary and head of the fan club. And there's a lot of great stories about being head of the fan club and what all that entailed and how much mail they got all the time and... Uh, when when 
how unprepared Ringo was when he <laughs> joined the group to get so much fan mail and stuff and deal mm-hmm. with his fan mail. So, uh, really, really great movie. A lot of fun. My friend loved it, too. So, um, excellent film. So, that's now out on DVD. Another one that you can also watch that came out this year uh, was the film of Paul McCartney's Wings Over America tour, and it was called Rock Show. came out in a new print. It was the first time it came out officially. I'd, yeah. I've had, it, was, it came out in the late 70s, and it was a very short run, but now it's been re-released and uh, added on to things, and it's probably the best film that you'll see of the Rock Show, of the Wings Over America period, with Paul with his mullet, and the, the, to the <laughs> classic Wings band, Linda with the big poofy hair. And uh, everybody with shoulder pads. Everybody with shoulder pads. <laughs> weird shoulder paddy type thing. Yep. But it's a pretty good movie. I remember having it on VHS many, many years ago and enjoyed watching it a lot. So uh, I noticed some of the reviews online, people complained about the sound, that they, they messed up the mix or something. I've not experienced that, but uh, you may just check out and see what people say. But still, in terms of the video and what it is, it's pretty great to have. So... Uh, go check out Paul's release, re-release of Rock Show. Now, here's a really, really, really interesting release. There is now, on Blu-ray, the Ruddles Anthology. If you don't know what the Ruddles is, the Ruddles is Eric Idle from um, Monty Python's Flying Circus and Neil Eines, who also Innes. was uh, Innes, sorry. Innes. Uh, I'm mispronouncing people's names <laughs> left and right, right today. I'm in a classic. People who hate people who mispronounce names hate me. Because um, <laughs> just, I'm just uh, all over the place. But anyway, if I had a big complaint about when I saw the Ruddles was how terrible quality the video was. Yeah. Well, this is a new Blu-ray restoration of uh, both the Ruddles... First movie, All You Need Is Cash, and All You Need Is Cash 2, both on this. And there's also new commentary and interview with Eric Idle, uh, the original SNL Ruddle sketch, and a lot of other uh, bonus track features. And, of course, the cover looks just like the Beatles anthology, except with the Ruddles. Um, let's hear a little bit of the if you, um, you know, obviously they're a parody of the Beatles, if I didn't mention that. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about the Ruddles at some other point, uh, because the movie is just so classic. And if you know the Beatles story, you'll catch a million inside jokes. And there's also a lot of really famous people in it, too, doing these cameo roles, and including one really famous person, I won't say who, who <laughs> plays a, a news reporter. Uh, but it's it's pretty uh, pretty great. So the songs are are also amazing and so you'll you'll laugh at them because uh, they sound so similar so we're gonna play yeah well that. let's see what this one what what's our they, uh, they, our listeners think this one sounds like ouch you're breaking my heart ouch i'm falling apart ouch 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 when we first met time must admit i fell for you right from the start Seems upset the apple cart. Ouch! Don't 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what does that one sound like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Riddle's anthology now out on Blu-ray. Yes, uh, if you're a Ringo fan, we've got a couple of releases for you. Ringo and the All Star Band live at the Ryman, which is a famous theater in Nashville, that came out. It's a, his most recent band, and you can check that one out. Uh, I've, although there's been a lot of Ringo and the All Star Band DVDs that I've never seen. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what? What are you talking? I'm Dave. What are you doing? I know. I'm rush sorry. out. I'm sorry, but more maybe more interesting to us. You're missing Todd Rudgren <laughs> <singing. laughs> right. with Ringo kind of in the background. Yeah, right. Uh, another re-release this year was the movie The Magic Christian on DVD. And I have to say, well, I have to say of Ringo's movies, and he was in, I don't know, maybe six or seven of them through the 70s and 80s, this is the one I might actually want to see, because uh, it, Peter Sellers is in it, and yeah. I'll, I'll just read you the, the synopsis, the plot summary of this, it's very short, so uh, see, if, see what you think. Comedy legend Peter Sellers portrays Sir Guy Grand, the richest man in the world. One day he whimsically adopts a young homeless man, Ringo who he happens to meet by chance during a stroll in the park. Together they set off on a series of madcap escapades and <laughs> comically attack the snobbery and hypocrisy of modern society as they go from one hilarious misadventure to another. So there's actually a lot of famous people in it too, like uh, Raquel Welch and Spike Milligan and Roman Polanski. And then the very famous song, Come and Get It, made famous by Badfinger is the is in there too. So I think I may uh, actually want to check that one out. So the Magic I, Christian. I, I saw there's a, a record store in uh, Lincoln Square. The name of the record store escapes me right this minute. But they've, they're famous for having sort of like obscure, hard-to-find uh, videos. And they, they had that, uh, but I'm sure it was a copy-of-a-copy type version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, that, and I sort of was interested in it, and I didn't get it. But uh, now, now it it's out on an official release. So exactly. That's, exactly. that's excellent. Uh, so one last DVD that's uh, out now is a uh, full-length documentary. Uh, plus there's 44 minutes of uh, uh, bonus uh, stuff on the DVD of a film called Sound City. Now, um, this is a film about a studio that was very famous in the 70s. A lot of greats um, recorded there, including Fleetwood Mac, and, and you know just all kinds of different musicians. Some of the best albums you've ever heard were recorded, and they were, they were basically closing down this uh, studio. But Dave Grohl came in. He said, I'm going to do a doc... I'm not only am I going to do a documentary about the, the, the studio, but I'm also going to take apart the soundboard and put it in my studio so that the beautiful soundboard at Sound City will still exist. And what he did was like, you know what? Let's record an album for this documentary, get a bunch of people together, sort of mixes of people. And uh, where Paul McCartney comes in is Paul McCartney was in the mix of people with the surviving two members of Nirvana. So uh, Nirvana and Paul McCartney 
recorded the song. You see all all them recording the song in the film, and of course that song is um, "Cut Me Some Slack," which we played last year and mentioned it as a gift idea last year as a part of the Sound City soundtrack. And uh, one other note is that song has now been nominated for a Grammy. So Paul McCartney could win himself a Grammy uh, for Cut Me Some Slack. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Pretty crazy. But uh, I, I saw the documentary and loved it. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Very good. And uh, Dave Grohl's very entertaining. Stevie Nicks is in it. Trent Reznor, Rick Rubin, hmm. Mick Fleetwood, Neil Young. Pretty, Pretty great. Does Rick Rubin ever sleep? <laughs> He's everywhere, that guy. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, anyway, so a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays and, and uh, videos to check out. So uh, definitely take a look and give it some consideration to those. Now, Dave, um, as we record this, we do this. Uh, it's a little nugget about the uh, recording of this. We do this over Skype. And uh, so Dave can see that I'm wearing... An official Paul McCartney <laughs> out there T-shirt. You are, which, which I bought at uh, the Paul McCartney concert. You're like, uh, I'd like one of those. Yeah, I well, would. Well, guess what? That's a pretty cool shirt. Guess what? You can go to paulmccartney.com, which I spent about maybe thirty minutes looking at today, and there's uh, uh, a Paul McCartney store there. And you can buy recordings, you can buy stuff like that, but you can also buy tour merchandise, or there's a tab for just regular merchandise. (laughs) What's the difference? Uh, This out there t-shirt I'm wearing, which is featured on our Facebook page, was there to purchase a yellow wing shirt. Uh, In the the, uh, regular merchandise, the best thing I saw, or funniest at least, uh, was it back to the egg scoop neck tea for women, <laughs> which was the little price of sixty dollars? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, Ouch! <laughs> uh, but more, most of the t-shirts are reasonably priced. Uh, you can also get lithographs and and things of that nature. So I thought that was a pretty interesting kind of like uh, a place to go and kind of shop around. Definitely wide selection, a lot of wig stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, and a lot of there's a the, one of the cooler ones is you know the uh, cover of uh, pre, what is that um, where he's holding his headphones? oh tug of war tug of war that's a really cool shirt that uh, designed like that on mm. on site so. are the prices any cheaper than at the shows a little bit a little bit okay not for the that premium back to the egg shirt that everybody's <laughs> clamoring for. Yeah, so you've got the the fun stuff on paulmccartney.com and then thebeatles.com also has many items, right? Yeah, beatles.com Scott, uh, uh, I was looking around there they've got so much stuff. They have a tin, a really cool looking tin lunchbox ornament. Ooh. And that was only like 10 bucks or something. Hmm. Um, they have uh T-shirts, uh, of course, a lot of T-shirts. The women's with the Beatles looked really cool. And uh, there was a retro star logo, kind of a 1963-looking thing for men, and that was only $25. Uh, they also have a bunch of sale items. The blue album cover shirt, yeah, 8 bucks. Really? Oh. Yeah. 
Nice. Pretty crazy. And, of course, you can also buy vinyl there, Beatles vinyl, mm-hmm. if you can't find that, including the on-air package. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, you know, so you can get on-air volume one, volume two. You can also get an on-air bundle with a T-shirt and lithograph, which I think was like 60 bucks. Wow. Uh, and then one other, other site I spent a lot of time at um, was Planet Waves. Now, Planet Waves sells a lot of uh, merchandise for guitarists, and they had a really cool picks, guitar straps, with all, probably about 50 different Beatle guitar straps. Nice. Um, I like the pick tins, which is like a tin that has 15 picks in it with various Beatles stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was only about $10 as well. So those are some really great gifts, I think, you could yeah. uh, get somebody. Nice. Well, uh, to go along with those, if you're looking for uh, apps on your iPad or your computer, uh, there's a new one that's very interesting and gets really, really good reviews. It's uh, called John Lennon, The Bermuda Tapes. And it's basically a uh, you get to go be with John and Yoko and Sean when he went to Bermuda in June of 1980. And there's uh, animations, there's photographs, uh, there's illustrations of the ship's crew. Uh, you get to go different places where he went, demos of songs he made while he was there. And it it's, looks really exciting. Uh, the, the proceeds, it's $4.99 and goes to an organization called Why Hunger that feeds hungry children worldwide uh, but it, it, it's a pretty pretty nice looking and so if you're a big double fantasy fan in particular you'd like this one because a lot of demos are there and you get to hear john talking about his time in bermuda which seems very interesting yeah you could package that together with and this was another one we mentioned last year the uh john lennon um letters is now out on paperback it's got a new cover the paperback version, so you could buy uh, those two together. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So, well, great. Um, so those are our miscellaneous items, and yeah. now we'll head into some recordings, which are, as we've said, those are our uh, real bread and butter kinds of things. We love talking about music, obviously, and yeah, yeah, lots to talk about. Well, uh, the big, big, big release we <laughs> we haven't done our review episode of it yet. <laughs> So we don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, on air, Live at the BBC Volume 2 from The Beatles is now out on uh, CD, on a download, on vinyl, as mentioned. And you can also get a package which has The Beatles on air Volume 2 and the remastered, already remastered. <laughs> I know, from 1994. 1994. Uh, Beatles on Air Volume 1 um, so you can get those as a package so let's play just a little bit of uh, you know we, we're we're going to review it talk about it in, in full but uh, you know uh, both of these collections have a little bit of the banter that they used to do during these BBC sessions and then they play a song and so we'll play a little banter and the banter will tell you what songs coming up now here's a real treat he sits up there keeping the boys on the beat as our Ringo. And lots of fans think that's a bit unfair. So, uh, here is Ringo Starr to read some of your cards. Here, pick two, Ringo. Oh, there right. you go. 
Uh, this one's for all the girls at Lower Fourth and Blackburn House, Liverpool. Oh, that was our sister uh, school. I was at college just near there, you know. College pudding. Shut up. <laughs> well, you're posh. <laughs> <laughs> also for Jill, Janet, Mary, Brenda, Lynn and Dinah, my dog, from Wakefield, Yorkshire. Well, that, that'll do. How about it? Uh, do you feel ready, Ringo? Oh, I'm very fit. Okay, boys. <laughs> <laughs> right where we are. Ah! <laughs> we love that spot in the song. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. Place. Boys from the Beatles. Boys from the Beatles. So, uh, our like most likely our next podcast will be our review of this collection. So, uh, we'll just we just wanted to whet your appetite a little bit with one song from that, and I think. You'll definitely want to pick it up because it, as soon as I did, I almost was like overcome listening to them because I was, I was realized how good they were as a band. You know, you don't, you don't hear them live with without any screaming girls. So to actually just hear them again is so, such a treat. Yeah, it's 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 a really really stunning collection. Yeah. Um, another one we don't need to really talk about too much. Yeah. Is the Paul McCartney release new? Of course, uh, we've we've talked about it maybe like three times already. But um, I did want to mention um, that uh, new uh, has been ranked number four uh, album of the year on Rolling Stone. So, and I'll read you a little bit of what they say about it. It says the sound of a seventy-one-year-old Beatle getting back in the ring. Paul McCartney plays to his strengths, wings like glam rock, Little Richard howls, and yep, some remarkably Beatles-esque pop tunes, and George Martin-ish arrangements. Thanks partly to Martin's son, Giles, who produced several tracks, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about some of the better tracks on the album. So, pretty pretty great. Uh, you know, I just also heard him talking about it on uh, NPR's All Songs Considered, and oh. they... They were raving about it as well. So I think pretty universally uh, well-liked album. But you know what's surprising? I picked up the issue of the uh, free magazine around in Kansas City called Pitch. And they had, it was like a year best music of 2013. And they had like eight or nine critics. And none of them had this album on there. I was really surprised. I thought one of them would. You know, they all had... They all had like Nico Case and other other people, uh, but not not new. I was very surprised. We have to always be trendy, and, yeah. and you know you can't you can't put you can't put like 
<laughs> you know, yeah. if, if Miley Cyrus released an album that was fantastic, they they couldn't be like, oh, Miley Cyrus is good. That would be not cool no, enough. No, no. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you have to pick like some obscure, like Vampire Weekend. That's was what there, was, yeah, that was, was on there. Yep, yep, things yep. like that. Not that, yeah. not that there's anything. We're in fact later we're gonna mention two <laughs> indie groups that we like, um, yeah. but uh, um, I I think uh, uh, you know sometimes Paul McCartney's not cool enough for for that kind of thing. Right. But I say when the goods are delivered, you know you gotta give give somebody credit. Yeah, for and speaking of Paul, we were very excited uh, this year when I already mentioned Rock Show, but another important Paul McCartney and Wings release that goes along with Rock Show came out which was the Wings Over America CD, and it came out in several iterations. You had the deluxe box set, you know, Bonanza Money. You had the regular. I had the Best Buy one. I think you got that one, too, with the uh, extra live concert on there at Cow's Palace. And you have just the regular old one, too. But Yeah, those deluxe archive things. You you love those things with a passion, I know. Uh, but I think we were both really impressed with this one. Uh, sometimes you forget again how good that they, that particular group of wings was, and I think you'll hear that on this re- new remastered recording. So we thought we'd play an example from the album since we didn't really give it a review, but a song that Paul, uh, Chris really likes because of Paul's histrionics at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is the. A new song at the time when it came out, it was off the album Wings at the Speed of Sound, it's called Beware My Love. Beware My Love from Wings Over America uh, from the newly remastered and re-released version back in May, uh, one of this year's outstanding Beatle releases in our recordings list. Now, everybody knows the uh, Paul McCartney Christmas song, uh, Wonderful Christmas Time. Some people like it more than others. A lot of people hate it. (laughs) A lot of people hate it. Um, But uh, the acapella group, Straight No Chaser, sure likes it. (laughs) Uh, cause they've done a, a version of it, which has 
Paul McCartney and them uh, singing this song. So let's hear a little bit of it. This is from their uh, new release called Under the Influence, just uh, freshly out um, on all the platforms you can buy music on. So let's hear Straight No Chaser. the song a lot I, I don't like the original version as much because of that awful synthesizer so so I, I think that's a lot more successful it makes it a it shows you that that is a song that sticks in your head and you you don't want it to but it, it sticks in your head and that version is nice you know, yeah, and, and acapella groups are like all the rage right now. Yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's an acapella singing competition show on uh, NBC now, so um, yeah. you know it certainly sounded pretty great. Yeah, um, you know that's a, uh, they have a Christmas album, so straight no chaser. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, there's also a couple of releases. We'll go through these pretty quickly of uh, Beatle related or Beatle relatives that have a couple albums, and the first one was an album actually released back in 2011 by Julian Lennon called Everything Changes. But this year they released, or re-released it, with a couple of extra songs, including a song with Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Uh, so if you're a Julian Lennon fan, you might want to check that one out. Everything Changes. Uh, there's an album by James McCartney, Paul's son, uh, called Me. And this is a, he's, he's released so far a couple of EPs, so maybe four, five, six songs on them. This is the actual mm -hmm. first real uh, album of solo material. And reviews are pretty okay. Uh, the one review I was looking at said it's a little strange for someone to release his first album when he's 35, which is true. But uh, the person also makes the point that instead of, you know, you would think having the genes of Paul McCartney that he would really sound a lot like him, but uh, the reviews I've been reading say that James sounds more like Lennon, or is more interested in the Lennon sound. That, so uh, one of the authors said maybe he and Julian should do something together and call it Lennon-McCartney. Ho, ho, ho. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway. Bad idea. Very bad idea. <laughs> so if you're, if you're into James McCartney, uh, you can check out his new album called Me. And yeah. then... John Lennon's 
uh, wife, Yoko Ono, yeah. has a new release as well called, and, and it, it's very provocative. Of course, it's Yoko, so it's going to be provocative. 80-year-old Yoko with her new album called Take Me to the Land of Hell features uh, Sean, her son Sean playing all over it and uh, other people. Lenny Kravitz is on there and some others. And I, I listened to a couple of the songs today. And it, it sort of grew on me a little bit. I don't know. You listened as well, right? Yeah. Actually, we're going to play a track from it. Um, and this uh, video for this was actually, I, I saw on one list of one of the top ten videos of the year. Um, the In the video is um, a bunch of different people. It's a song called Bad Dancer. So it's a bunch of different people doing a bad dance, <laughs> including... Of uh, <laughs> how do you like this collection of people? Roberta Flack, Ira Glass, Whoa, <laughs> Yuka Honda, Reggie Watts, and Questlove, and a bunch of other people. So, um, and Taj and the Dance Cartel. <laughs> so, okay. and Mike D. Mike, of course, uh, Mike D. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, here here is Bad Dancer from Yoko Ono. And the Plastic Ono Band. When your heart is dancing, your mind is bouncing. I'm a bad dancer. I'm busy bouncer. Never touch the ground. Never make a sound I'm a tough lover A sweet pusher Right when like the sand Waiting to see the land Place your back Watch your step I'm a bad dancer With no regrets Come on, place your back Watch your step Actually, it's it's like so quirky. It's, it's, uh... Yeah, it's interesting. She's had uh, uh, she released about a, an album every year, two years in the last uh, uh, few years, and there's been some really really interesting songs off of some of them. Yeah, um, one of them called to Toy Boat, which I love a lot. We'll probably do a Yoko yeah, episode at some we point, will do right? A Yoko, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, one other Beatles. Related release this year is um, the TV show Glee. Now I don't watch Glee. You watch Glee, right? I've always loved Glee. Yes, I like it. I, it's I, I haven't watched this season because I don't have uh, I haven't had time, and I didn't see all of last season, so I don't want to get ahead. But uh, yeah. I, I do like Glee, and I know they recorded an album. I saw it in some stores. Yes. Yeah, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert, Dave. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they, they do it. Spoiler alert: They do a Beatles episode yeah. Oops, this yeah. year. Okay, I didn't in, know in that. the new season, and you haven't seen it yet. And um, they do a uh, Beatles uh, uh, episode, and they have a CD out, and you can buy the recording of them doing the Beatles songs. I thought I would play uh, the uh, performance of "You've Got to Hide Your Love Away," which is by the. <laughs> 
characters Artie and Kitty um, as their another spoiler alert their <laughs> secret fair is unfolding. Ooh. So uh, so uh, here we go. Here's you've got to hide your love away with Artie and Kitty from Glee. Here I stand, head in hand, turn my face to the wall. If she's gone, I can't go on, feeling two foot small. Everywhere people stare, each and every day. Whoa, Dave, that clip just got real salacious. Ooh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Artie's a ladies' man. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, they, they do 14 tracks on the uh, CD version of it, uh, including Something, All You Need Is Love, Help, Drive My Car Yesterday, some of the, you know, yeah. standard standard fare. But um looks pretty good, and if you like Glee, that's definitely... Definitely right up your alley. Yeah. Now we were gonna we were gonna talk about a couple releases, non Beatles releases that we uh, both uh, would recommend. These are ones that we'd recommend of of if you like the Beatles. Where we're gonna pick two, a classic album and, and a new album, like a newer group, and and suggest them to you. So if you want to branch away from the Beatles. Maybe this will give you an opportunity to. Exactly. Yeah. So, so what's your what's your classic release, Dave? Well, I'm gonna go with the re-release, or it's actually kind of a re-release, but also with some additional material. It was a, a live album by the band back in 1971 that was called Rock of Ages at the time, but now the whole concert's been released and. It's called Live at the Academy of Music, 1971. And it features Bob Dylan on a couple of the songs. And so uh, I'm a, I think you and I are both big fans of, of the band, as well as Dylan, obviously. So yeah. they go together well. And you'll get a chance to hear the band really on fire, playing a lot of their tunes from music from Big Pink and uh, their self-titled album. And then Dylan comes and sings a... Pretty cool version of Like a Rolling Stone, which he says <laughs> in classic Dylan fashion. Uh, he's, he gets up there and says, well, we haven't performed this song in, I don't know how many years, uh, six years, or 16 years, or something. <laughs> <laughs> like before it was even written, kind of <laughs> uh, classic thing. But I highly recommend checking that out. I listened to the whole thing uh, a lot recently, and... If you're a fan of those groups uh, of Dylan and the, the band, I would definitely recommend it. Well, my classic recommendation is sort of a bittersweet one. Uh, this year, uh, both Dave and I are uh, the biggest uh, fans of and admirers of Lou Reed, 
and the Velvet Underground, and, and uh, you know, sadly, uh, Lou Reed passed away this year. Um, but uh, we're going to be treated to a three CD, forty fifth anniversary super deluxe edition. <laughs> That's unbelievable! It's forty five years 45 old. Forty five years. Uh, this, wow. This album, uh, White Light, White Heat, and uh, just looking at the track listing, um, some of these. I mean, White Light, White Heat, just the album. Is only a six-track-long album, <laughs> but we've we but we uh, those of us who bought uh, uh, collections over the years have uh, also known some of these other great tunes like Stephanie says, "Guess I'm falling in love," and one of my favorites, "Hey Mr. Rain." Yeah, and those are all available on this uh, collection. Also, a second disc with a mono version and some instrumental. The instrumental version of the gift, which is oh. like what you've been waiting, <laughs> clamoring for, um, and then the third disc is a, a live CD um, with uh, them performing in New York City in 1967. Oh, cool. So pretty, pretty incredible uh, uh, set, and you know it's it's really sad. Lou Reed's passed away. I, I'm a, a huge, huge fan, and I could I could recommend you about twenty. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lou easily. Lou Reed. Yeah, well. Uh, my new newer group that I'm very into, I, I got into them for two reasons. I heard the album High Violet, which was from 2010, but then I also saw them perform on uh, on NPR, All Songs Considered. They had a tiny desk concert with Bob Boylan, and uh, they, they performed there, and I just was very enamored with their sound, and I liked the lead singer's voice, particularly the group The National. And they have a new album out this year called Trouble Will Find Me. And it's, it's I don't know how you describe their music. It's not very beatly, I wouldn't say, but it's more sort of like a mixture of U2 and Coldplay and uh, with a real dark edge to it, maybe. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know what, let's play a little yeah, let's bit hear something. Uh, from the album. Let's play the song, uh, a song I like too, uh, Sea of Love, maybe one of, one of the songs of the year, actually. Yeah. Um, so let's let's play this song for you. It's from the National. song from the, the national new uh their new album out this year a video you can actually pull up uh and and watch online uh for the national on youtube uh, called the hay bale sessions features them that's that's a very good performance mm. and another group who did one of these hay bale sessions is uh edward sharp 
and the Magnetic Zeros. Now, this was my selection. Um, I, I love this album. They, they released a new album this year just called Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Um, a big colorful uh, <laughs> album cover with a sort of rainbow kind of feel. Um, and I, uh, the influence of the Beatles is... They're a little bit of uh, influenced by, say hippie beetle uh, more than anything mm-hmm. and i think you'll hear on this song called if i were free you will hear definite uh beetle reference type music stuff see see what kind of songs you think this uh uh this song references so if i were free from edward sharp and the magnetic zeros sure if this is the song you're thinking of but it certainly sounds like uh, Ringo or it sounds like uh, it, Octopus's sort of, Garden or something like that maybe yeah it's sort of uh, Octopus's Garden Yellow Submarine Yellow kind Submarine of. kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> kind of a magical mystery toury kind of uh, very trippy uh, sound yeah yeah later in the album there's a, a there's a guitar lick that sounds very much like I can't quite place it but I know it's a Beatles guitar uh-huh. lick too. um so a little bit of reference yeah. from the Beatles, but just just on its own, I just really, really love this band. I think they're very, you know, there's a lot of groups out there that are real cynical and real, like, full <laughs> of, like, wanting to, you know, yeah. wanting, wanting to be ironic and wanting to Trying do whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like, I feel like these guys are very, like, earnest and they're, they're talking about, you know, be, stripping away and being honest and and yeah. being very like open and I just like really kind of like the the message in the songs and the and the music. So, cool. So it gives you a couple other ideas of things that we listen to in addition to the Beatles. So, uh, yeah. to go along with your you're going to go broke this year with all the items that you'll have to buy, uh, but gives us a you know. Good, good sense of how everybody's really been influenced by the Beatles, uh, even today. So, yeah. I was unfortunately, thinking... there are only female versions of that "Back to the Egg" shirt. <laughs> so, so uh, unfortunately, Dave and I won't won't no. be able to accept your gifts of "Back to the Egg" sent to us. Yeah, so we're so <laughs> sorry about that. 
<laughs> but we would, we will always take the gifts of uh, you following us on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on our our new Twitter uh, page, which is just getting going, so don't don't like uh, get upset if we're not tweeting very much yet. <laughs> we're l- kind of learning it still, but we're yeah. at I've got a Beatles uh, on Twitter, mm-hmm. and um, also you can follow me at at Chris D Bragg. I did want to plug one thing. Um, I will be participating in the 2014 Sketch Fest. Um, it's the Chicago Sketch Comedy Festival, an annual festival uh, right here in Chicago. Um, I am performing with my group Long Paws on January nineteenth. Um, if you go to, if you just put type in Sketch Fest in your web browser, it comes up. It's ChicagoSketchFest.com. Actually, tickets are on sale. We're the very, very, very last group mm. on the very last day. <laughs> Long pause. So uh, please come see. It's a big show for us. Please come see us. It will also be if you can't make it, if you're in a different place, you know, if you're in, say, Germany or something and want to watch, you will have the ability by going to sketchfest.com of uh, seeing some of those shows streamed. Uh, I'm not sure if they will be pay per view or not. But um, but it certainly it, it, it's going to be a great performance. A lot of different groups, a lot of people I know personally and I know are just fantastic performers. So right. that it mean a lot to me if you're in the Chicago area to be able to see that. And if not, you know you can check it out online. Excellent. Well, it gives us a lot to do in the next month and a half, next two months here. So uh, we want to thank you again for listening we're really noticing upticks in amounts of hits on the website and uh comments and we really as we say always say we very are very appreciative of you listening and uh, please tell us if you buy anything or if you have other recommendations that we forgot uh please let us know and we'll add it to our facebook page or on twitter and we'll leave you with a very exciting (laughs) song from ringo's (laughs) 1999 album. It's the title track, in fact. I Wanna Be Santa Claus. Like Santa